Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, and let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> we're, we're talking now. <laughs> uh, I'm Brian. I'm Inessa. And this is the X-Men Files, but you'll know that... Because you will have heard this episode with our brand new, all new. <laughs> I, I, I can't come up with a good synonym for new. It's, it's star. new. It's not all star, actually. The only thing that it is is new. The, the intro the intro will establish that this is the X-Men Files podcast. So we no longer need to do that. But but I do I do feel a little bit anchored by, by that. Yeah. Okay. So let's... I don't want any further ado. There's been enough ado <laughs> yeah, exactly, already. Exactly the right amount. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, I, I let no further ado. Uh, there is uh, the sense that there is a level of ado that we're comfortable with, but then we reach a saturation point, yeah. and no further ado. Ado is the sort of thing that you only ever hear in the in the negative. Spring chicken yeah. is one of my yeah. other favorite ones. Yeah. Like, there's, there's like he's a real spring chicken. Yeah. That, guy. <laughs> that guy is young. <laughs> We only define it in the negative. Hey, not exactly spring chicken. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do. I can't think off the top of my head of any others. I'm sure there are. But well, I, I love the idea that somebody out there thinks, I, I wish there had been a little bit more ado. They just <laughs> jumped right in. I don't they, think, anyone think, I think anyone thinks that. Not in this case, no. no. <laughs> I mean, people have already turned off. Yeah. Because. <laughs> That's exactly, they've already had too much ado. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Uh, okay. And now I think we've got enough ado. Yep. There's plenty of ado. Okay. So I'm going to do a recap. The other new thing is I wrote my recap down uh-huh. and we'll see if it sounds stiff and, uh, some other synonym for stiff, uh, or whether stilted, stilted, yeah. <laughs> stilted. tedious. Uh, whoa. <laughs> tedious. Okay. Uh, or, or we get the picture. <laughs> or if it sounds a little more polished than me saying the word um over and over again as I flip through the pages. Because I've already Fair. ummed to myself and I edited out all of the ums and I wrote it down. You're okay. pretty good at not umming. I, I have my moments. I, I, I work. Uh, okay. Um, thank you. I could have just said thank you. <laughs> you're not too bad at the, the no ums. Oh, uh, you're pretty good. Okay. Hey, we're way past acceptable level of a do yes let's recap this fucker okay <laughs> uh issue number 147 yep. dare they do it again rogue storm is this similar to a rogue wave perhaps but we are certain that it involves wearing a white bed sheet that kind of just barely covers Aurora. Aurora's nipples yeah and whatever shows all the rest um, yeah I've got more to say about female wardrobes later. Yeah. Um, no, interrupt all you like. Okay. The fact I, I, I'm, I'm cool because I can always return to this professionally prepared document. <laughs> but I, and that's actually a useful point because um, I, I do want to return to uh, a new segment that that I'm, I'm workshopping the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new segment, uh, Back to the Past of Future Days. Oh, wow. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. I, I've got to write that Back down. to the Future of Past Days. I'm still working on that. Okay. Returning to the matter at hand, yep. the issue. 
All right. The issue opens with a Nightcrawler several miles above Castle Von Doom. He smartly reasons that he can teleport up safely. Uh, we learn that teleportation conserves momentum, so in a rare nod to actual physics, he realizes that he must catch an updraft, which he does, and then he lands safely in the water. He has a short recap of how they got to where they are. Uh, interior of the castle, the good doctor is beginning to wonder if he was wise to imprison Storm. NORAD alerts the president to the fact that they've got inclement weather. Over this one tiny, tiny spot in the... In no, 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 no. The weather affects, like, a lot of the Western Hemisphere. Primarily. Yes, it's centered, centered, it's centered on upstate... Actually, weirdly, in, in NORAD, I, I gotta pull the thing... So NORAD is way out in Nebraska mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, I, I don't recall. Yeah, um, somewhere in the West. Yeah. Some flyover, some flyover mm-hmm. place. Um, so don't worry, it's, it's just in upstate New York. <laughs> something, like they do something, they do something like that, mm-hmm. uh, where, where they, they they kind of diminish where where. It is. where okay. yeah. um, all right, so NORAD alerts the president. Von Doom's guards are drinking coffee and warming yes. their hands over a circular fireplace. Nightcrawler beats the shit out of them. Yes. Colossus wisely and bravely dives into the whirlpool without his steel skin. Um, Angel memorizes the firing pattern of the lasers and escapes. Uh, Wolverine has a moment of self-reflection and backstory. Then he goes full angry old man on the psychedelic prison (laughs) and escapes. Uh, He then crashes into Von Doom's dining room and destroys the Stormbot. He attacks Von Doom and, with the help of Nightcrawler and a large tapestry, (laughs) convinces Von Doom to release Storm. She's free and she's pissed. She leashes out with lightning. Uh, Colossus seesaws everybody to safety, and he gets a face full of lightning for his efforts. (laughs) Colossus then talks her down by invoking the memory of Jean Grey slash Phoenix. Storm eventually recovers herself. Arcade is then forced to apologize to Dr. Doom. (laughs) Say you're sorry. More on that later. Uh, Doom and Storm agree to part as frenemies. Last page, we cut to a beach somewhere in the Caribbean. Scott and Lee wake up in what I'm sure you will agree is a very post-coital pose. Yeah, I wrote down, where's Scott's shirt? <laughs> well, we, we talked about a shirt last time. The tatters of a shirt last time. Shirt's gone. Yeah, it, it, it's it's the cover of a romance novel. And it, it, that's I, I should have been writing down what we're going to return to later. But yeah, let's return to their post-coital thing. Um, so before they can cuddle... It's like all... <laughs> cuddle, cuddle, and wish they had a cigarette. Yeah, it's like a, um, in, in pictures of stuff, all couples sleep with, like, the man flat on his back. Right. the woman sort of, like, cuddled in that, in, in the arm. Yeah, like, 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 like in his yeah. disgusting, in his armpit, hairy yeah. armpit. In a way right. that I think, I mean, I don't think the two of us who have slept together for a long time have ever slept in that precise I might. configuration. Yeah, I, like, I don't want to be gross about it. I might take like a short nap like that. <laughs> there are circumstances when that might happen. But, okay. Returning to the comic. And then we, we, can, we can talk more about no, how... No, let's not. You know, consenting adults sleep. I meant for like sleep. nighttime sleeping. Like they were waking up in the No, morning. I did too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, no, nighttime sleeping is just no, no way. No. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, however... They wake up. Yeah, they wake up. They wake up. Uh, there is... Suddenly, there is a giant city that yep. has appeared out of nowhere. 
which will will I'm sure lead us to uh, our next issue. I know what it leads us to. It actually we, we don't we don't get the payoff from the giant city for a couple of issues. All right. okay. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there it was. That was uh, that was the issue. That, and, was an, um, that was an excellent summary. Oh, thank you. I enjoyed that. Thank you. Good. I'm glad that you enjoyed <laughs> it. Definitely better than me sort of stumbling through my handwritten notes. Uh, or me. I don't even make handwritten notes. Oh, you just, you just flip through the pages. I flip through the pages, do it all extemporaneously, which shouldn't surprise anyone who has heard any of my recaps. Yes. Oh, you're an excellent public speaker. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Selling yourself. Well, yes, but, well it, because I prepare. Yeah. Generally. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Now we're speaking off the cuff. Yep. And this is where it all goes <laughs> this is off where the it all goes wrong. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll maybe kick it off like this. Um, what did you think? So the, I read it yesterday. Yeah. And at first I, I liked the... Eh, I thought it was kind of okay. Okay. Um, I liked all the resolutions of all their predicaments. Right. Um, the, the sort of storm, um, the way that that all ended it kind of fell flat for me. Um, when you say the way that it all ended, you mean her being like way up in the air and remembering her friend Jean right, Grey, being yeah up in the air right. remembering her friend, and then kind of uh, uh, now I have to control the weather. Or if I was Thor, I could just yeah. make it. You know, I don't know. It just seemed it seemed kind of hokey. The whole resolution of it, it felt huh, okay. to me, it felt a little unsatisfying. Um, but then I reread it just now, the end part, because right. I, that I didn't I didn't care for that part. Um, and actually got a little more out of it this time, just okay. now, sitting in the kitchen okay, cool, morning, cool. rather than when I read the whole way through yesterday. Yeah. Um, and it's possible that maybe I, you know, by that point, I was, I don't know, sleepy or <laughs> I needed a snack. Okay. okay. So that I was just kind of, you know, like, maybe not reading as attentively. Um, but this okay. time I liked it more. I liked the sort of uh, having to overcome her, her inner, you know, the, yeah. the inner desire to be powerful. So, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. So, so it, it sounds like like initially it didn't work for you, but 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 you had yeah, a little I, bit of change. But, but I, that was one of the bits of the issue that worked for me. Mm-hmm. It is a little bit tropey mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. that someone has to that the resolution is is completely inward, and mm-hmm. and that uh, the hero triumphs by deciding that they are going to. Mm-hmm. So, like like that, like like I say, it's a little bit tropey. In this case, though, I, I, I love it because I think that it is something that absolutely speaks to the character. Mm-hmm. Um, Roro, briefly, for all of my life, I've been saying it, Araro. Huh. I watched on YouTube an interview with Chris Claremont that I'd love to show you at some mm-hmm. point. But, uh, and he said Araro. Oh. So, uh, anyway, Araro. Um, also, Chris Claremont like has... I think not even a trace of a British accent. Huh. He's gone full full native. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I mean, yeah, fair enough. All right. So I, I think that this resolution is very is very authentic to the character because um, Aurora is someone who carries herself with uh, a great deal of control, mm-hmm. which she has had to earn over her lifetime. Right, right. Uh, she, she's, she's had like maybe not the best uh, kind of youth. <laughs> yeah. uh, she, she, she has struggled and uh, she does have all of this barely contained power. Right. Um, I'm going to graft a kind of a modern-ish feminist interpretation mm-hmm. on that, which is that uh, there's something about 
the burden that is imposed on on gender mm-hmm. there, which is like I I got to keep this stuff under wraps. Right, right. Um, in this case, the the consequences are real and destructive. Right. In general, general, right. In general, <laughs> in general it's 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 yeah. patriarchal bullshit. But um, that was something that, that, that gave it, I think, a, like an additional poignancy to mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. that that she has this additional burden, right? Yeah. So I, I, I dug that. Yeah, yeah. It definitely worked better for me um, the second time around. Cool. For sure. I didn't reread the whole episode, but I was yeah sort of like eh, I don't know that ending. Maybe like maybe I missed something. Yeah. Um, so I went back and reread it. The um, so you, you recall that I had said that we were heading through a dry patch. We may be nearing the end of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think so. I, I've gotten over it on on Cockrum's art. I think like this story, the, this this three issue arc didn't really do much mm-hmm. for me. Um, let's maybe talk about the bit of the ending that didn't work for me, which, <laughs> which I alluded to in the recap. It, the the final uh, the penultimate page where. The X-Men have triumphed, largely because Doctor Doom has allowed them to, because we've already established that Doctor Doom could basically just destroy them whenever he likes right. with his with his you know, mind laser or whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> um, so Doctor Doom says, okay, cool, we've all had a lot of fun, now off you go. But then Arcade, I, at the end of this, I was confused. Was he actually a captive? Right, that's a, we talked so. about that last time. It felt like they were in cahoots, but, but then there were also some some suggestions that he was a prisoner yeah. or that he was sort of only allowed to continue to exist by the, by the good grace of uh, Dr. 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 Von Doom. Yeah. yeah. So or Dr. Doom, Victor Von Doom, Victor Dr. Von Doom. Dr. Dr. Doom. Dr. Lord Doom. Okay. Says let's, here. <laughs> let's settle down, Vic. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it specifically said anywhere what he had what he had done, but it was like, yeah. you know, it was like our kids. <laughs> it was like, apologize. We want to. Apologize. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was the worst. Um, I have no idea why he was apologizing. And <laughs> yeah. Very bizarre. And, 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 and like the thing, I don't want it. Uh, then Wolverine will slice the shit out of you. Okay. I apologize. That's like he calls Aurora a bimbo, which is, you know. That's not cool. Language, yeah. <laughs> right. That's yeah, yeah. So, so that was just that was just weird. So yeah. So obviously they weren't fully in cahoots. He was like, uh, you know, in some way being blackmailed. Like, I won't kill you if you bring me the X Men so that I can, right, right, so that I can study their Habits. movements. Yeah. So yeah, Doom is ultimately it, it, ultimately. Among the things that, that that didn't work for me were like, like, the stakes were just sort of not there. Right. Uh, obviously, there, there were hostages at stake, but I have no idea what either villain was hoping well, to achieve. Were, yeah. Well, I feel like um, like Doom was maybe just um, I don't know. Maybe he was just curious about. I guess whether like, he could outsmart the X Men or, or you know whether they could outsmart him. Whether he was so smart that he couldn't be, like he just wanted confirmation of his own smartness to know that he couldn't be outsmarted by even the X Men. I mean, interesting theory. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That, <laughs> I, 
and, and, and you're 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 working harder to support <laughs> this story than I am. I, I'm content to kind of just let it go, yeah, uh, and, and move on. And, and that is part of the nature of the serialized soap opera operatic nature. There's some of, things you just have to kind of just accept. Yeah. Exactly you know, that yeah. they. It's like watching improv comedy. They're not all going to be fun. No. <laughs> you have like 90 minutes to fill and you're going to make it up as you go along. Occasionally, you're going to see something just really extraordinary. Um, and a, I don't want to say a lot of the time. Some of the time. Some of the time. Some of the time, you're just going to see stuff where people are flailing madly. Um, <laughs> consider this podcast. <laughs> where, <laughs> you know... I mean, yeah. if we sometimes we say something funny. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we we're, just we're trying to fill the empty minutes until we've got something like forty minutes yeah. worth of a podcast. <laughs> right? Stare at each other. So now across this desk. Yeah, yeah I, 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 that's just by way of saying I, I, I'm in no way suggesting like ah. Oh, they really blew it this time. Yeah. Or any of that other kind of comic book guy. I hope somebody got fired by that. <laughs> no. Um, look, Claremont uh, came up with the Dark Phoenix saga, which is one of the most timeless. Uh, okay. He, he doesn't need. I'm sure that he's really worried. That, I'm sure he was not worried. <laughs> that I was mildly disappointed by a three issue run of. Yes. <laughs> I'm bending over like backwards. 40 years here. after the actual run. Yeah. Yeah, he'd like to go back to the drawing board and, and really flesh out Doom's motivation. <laughs> so is there, you had said something during the recap about Oro and her, her history. Is there the, the only history she... <laughs> I said something in the recap. In the recap, I didn't talk about her history. In the recap, I talked about her being barely dressed. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. After Come back the recap, to that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but is there like, is there, does she have her own story or is her, her backstory only told sort of in these snippets? Or is there some other comic where it has her entire backstory? The answer to that is I don't know. Uh, There should be, if there isn't. So, on on first, like, is her backstory? Well, let let me take this step back. I don't know if there is an actual origin uh, comic for uh, for there may be. Mm -hmm. There are origins for others. If there is, then it has been informed by all of these snippets that they drop. Um, that's one of the cool things about uh, this kind of storytelling is you parse a lot backstory sparingly. Right. And every time you get one of those nuggets, it's it's really meaningful. What they established pretty early on is that she suffers from claustrophobia. Claustrophobia, right. And also, that. and actually her appearance in Giant Size X-Men number one, she is worshipped as a god. Right. Goddess somewhere in, in Kenya. Right. Right, yeah, they've mentioned that here as well. Okay. And then you get some other... Actually, the other thing is she was a pickpocket in Egypt. Oh. Uh, and she has really fantastic lockpicking skills. Mm-hmm. So she she's a renaissance she's a, woman. Yeah, I was going to say, she's got she's multiple... She's the, the Swiss army knife of... <laughs> of superheroes. Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. Females. Yeah, well, let's talk about our costume. Because that was the first thing I had written down as well. I've got I've got I've got more to say about like costumes generally. Actually, just one specific comment, but 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 not about this about this one. But but I'll let you start because maybe you'll okay. I don't save me from myself. I don't have anything Uh, particular. I mean, I just even it feels like even by the by the standards of uh, comic book women's costumes, uh, her dress in this one was was pretty pretty shocking. (laughs) 
see. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't read, you know, maybe there are, but she couldn't right. have been any less dressed right. without being naked. Yeah. 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 And we, 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 I'm torn about how often we need to address this. Um, I feel like every week, and it's not news that comics are super male gaze yeah. and uh, drawn to appeal to the prurient interest right. of anyone who's interested in typically adolescent male heterosexuals. Right. Um, so I don't know how, like, how, yeah, maybe there's not that much you, to say about it. Yeah. Well, but but it, I, I guess, like, like, it feels like every week. I must be getting older and more conservative because <laughs> when I was a kid, I just didn't notice. Didn't notice that, yeah. And I've uh, kind of gotten used to her normal costume. Yeah, which is yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, so like, this is like way nakeder. <laughs> that is white bedsheet thing. Way nakeder. How do the top parts stay on? How do they not just you know fall yeah. down the front? <laughs> yeah, between so, her breasts, they're not secured in the back. Are they on? It's like a tape? scarf <laughs> yeah. that is loosely tied around her. Not even tied. It's not tied. It's just a crossed. scarf <laughs> draped around her neck, which we hope covers her nipples. Yeah. Um, they actually have some nod to physics, where Nightcrawler says, "I'm falling at X velocity, and yeah. if I materialize above the ground, then I will continue to have that velocity." Uh, and, and so we we oh yeah went updraft. That's because of you know thermal energy and all this other. <laughs> So we're, we're fine with uh, the world according to Isaac Newton in that context. Not in the context of but, gross and, and, and I, breast covering stuff. I guess it would be even f- more gratuitous for one of the characters to have a thought bubble, which is she must be using her mastery of the wind to keep her breasts covered. <laughs> like that would just be... And and yet I, I found myself almost kind of kind of wishing that they would do that because what, acknowledge the yeah or maybe just don't draw her that way. Yeah, it is. The was pretty shocking. Yeah. So um, hey, this brings us to our new segment, yeah. Back to the Past of Future Days. Okay. So is that our old segment of Spot the Eighties? No, no, oh, no, it's no. A different one. No, okay. Spot the. We're going to have at least three segments. Um, and, and we're going to come up with some way to, to have them ordered so that okay. so that um, uh, we, we we have listeners global listeners. <laughs> we do. I'm told, uh, there I'm is, told that we have listeners. There is uh, someone in Norway. Oh, uh, someone in the Netherlands. We've gotten four listens in the Philippines. That's very exciting. We have nine followers. I think we, we just picked up a ninth follower uh, in the past twenty four hours. Not on Spotify. Yeah, okay. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, because what, what the, what the, what our listeners, what our listeners expect is just a very tightly scripted, well-organized production. Um, so we're going to keep disappointing them. Our, our segment, uh, back to the past and future days. Okay. So there are literally thousands of X-Men titles and you know how I feel about the word literally. I, when I say <laughs> that there are more than a thousand comics, uh, I don't know if it's like more than 2000, but I said literally thousand. Okay, the way that I'm, I'm getting Brian, sidetracked. The way that Brian feels about the word literally can be summed up by the near certainty that at some point our children will be talking to therapists. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. How their father. Why did he make such a big deal of it? Berated them for their incorrect Berated, use. berated. You, you know, don't berate them. That's yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But that's just 
Because you all don't I know Ryan in real life, and I'm telling you, that's how he feels okay. about the overuse of the word literally. Uh, not the overuse, the misuse the of misuse the word literally. And, and if you're listening right now, if you're listening right now, and you use phrases like, this literally drives me up a wall, and you're not in a car that is driving up a wall somehow. Phantom <laughs> thinks that you can... Yeah. Yes. Uh, misuse of the word literally, figuratively, drives me crazy. <laughs> so there are there are more than a thousand uh, titles. So I'm like hopping around in time, and uh, it, it's hard to know where to plug in mm-hmm. to this. I mean, it's all one fifty-year-long story. We're picking it up in, in late 1980, and we're in 1981 right now. So I'm hopping around. Uh, there was a kind of a quasi-reboot, not a reboot, like an additional boot mm-hmm. uh, in 1991 where they launched um, an additional title, uh, a companion to the Uncanny X-Men. It was just called the X-Men. Right. I think it was called like, like Volume 2. Um, Claremont wrote that. Mm-hmm. Issue number one of that was one of the biggest selling comics of, I think the biggest selling right. comic okay. of all time. So I read that and I, I, I kept going for a little bit. Claremont only wrote, I think, the first three issues of that run. Um, and Jim Lee is... Jim Lee? Jim Lee. I think the artist there. I am struggling with the outfits on the women. Even then. Okay. Yeah. Well, even then. Okay. So... I, I, I don't know how to. I don't know why I, I, said, I, don't know why I said like, even like, then. Like, like, it was still imagine, a long time ago. Yeah. Imagine, like, how do you describe a swimsuit where, like, on the sides it reveals like like all the way up to a woman's hips, right? So you got this very narrow V covering. Yeah, that was sort of the style, yeah, in the eighties. Okay, yeah. so all of the female superheroes, uh, like, they have costumes that barely cover their labia. <laughs> And and watch all that I can think is this is unnecessary. This seems uncomfortable, and also it's clear that they wax. And I just feel gross. A lot lot of waxing. I just feel so gross saying that. It's it's like for people who who think that Baywatch is way too conservative, (laughs) the outfits they have them in. And so that like high cut leg was very. That's how bathing suits were in my head in the 80s. But, you know, everything that I think happened in the 80s actually happened really happened. Yeah, in like the 90s. Baywatch is, yeah. is an early 90s thing. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that sort of high so cut. Very Baywatch. High cut thing. hip that and goes almost up to your waist. Is a... It's like it's it's distracting and not in a good way. Yeah, I remember at that time thinking that it was like flattering because it made your, you know, that like made your legs look longer and somehow that like all the sort of old 50s bathing suits which go you know like are more of a i don't know how to describe it are like loads lower down on your yeah hip looked kind of uh you know old I'm, old ladyish uh, i'm getting exactly the kind of bathing suit that i wear these days <laughs> and i'm getting older and more conservative yeah. because i think those bathing suits yeah. just look they're just way more flattering yeah. um i Okay, I like I just. But this isn't a podcast about bathing suits. It is a podcast about <laughs> how, when I'm reading this, uh, I I hit this just speed, speed bump, bump yeah. of the of like like oh my god, yeah. I, and it's just I, I look. 
I'm not made of stone. I mean, there's there's a part of me that wants to kind of relax about it and just like, is it, oh hey, you know, what like like I'm cool. Uh, I hope. Um, and this doesn't change, but like I, I just can't. I just can't. Like I, just, I, I see it, and it's just super distracting. How about stuff that's being written currently now? Like, have you read any of Way that? Better. And what are the Way what are the really better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Um, and, and even actually in two thousand. So, carrying on with our segment of Back to the Past of Future Days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you had you plan that name, or did you just kind of come to you right now? I think about it from time to time. I'm still mulling it over. <laughs> Because, I mean, it, it, it's clear that, like, Back to the Future, but also, like, Days of Future Past, right? Right, right, yeah. So, all right. Uh, Grant Morrison did a run uh, that started in the 2000, 2001. Like, like, women are allowed to wear pants. Right. <laughs> and uh, um, Emma Frost, the White Queen, and we'll, we'll see her later. She's still targeted up. But she's kind of exceptional in that regard, mm-hmm. and so somehow it, it is less of a bother. Right. Um, yeah. Supplemental, not supplemental. Additional question. Yeah. Do so. Does anyone ever complain about like unrealistic male bodies? Like, do do little boys look at those? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Scott Summers and his sort of super manly yeah. chest, or all the other men that are like super, super, super like buff Just, and whatever. Yeah. You know, and do little boys ever look at those things? I'm, I'm told that sometimes they do, or that there's a danger of that. But right. you know, I don't know. Did but you ever look, look at, at those things, things and, and what? Think, and think, oh god, that's not you know, that's no. not what I know. Okay. No, um, or feel bad about themselves as you know, because little girls no. do. I think. Yeah. Uh, maybe there's a whole lot of. I think societal expectations uh, around things like that. For me, no. No. Okay. Um, looking at uh, male figures, I, I it, it was then and even now pretty neutral okay. to me. Um, I just kind of accept it as uh, the reality bending uh, cost of reading a comic book. Okay. Um, so you didn't compare sort of real men and or yourself? Uh, because I knew that they weren't real. Right. But also, like, even if they were particularly buff, um, probably as early as eight, <laughs> I realized that that's probably not going to make me. And, and there were other people, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to think if there's anybody other than, say, like, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, like, I knew that there were dudes who, you know, like, they were bodybuilders. Yeah. And, like, that's what they did. And I, I guess what what I conjectured or rationalized was, well, they spend a lot of time working out. That's kind of their job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was pretty, uh, pretty neutral to me. I feel like I had one more thing to say about that, but no, lost it. Yeah. All right. All right. So costumes. By the way, um, at that age, the presentation of women... Felt and somebody is going to tell me that that I'm not self-aware enough about this or something. Maybe someone will send us an email and tell us that. Cerebro at xmenfiles.com. Um, the the presentation of women, I, I don't. It felt neutral in the same way. Right. That okay. This is this is hyper reality. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think that I could think of a single woman. Like, I could say, like, Schwarzenegger, yeah, he looks like Colossus. Right. Uh, or Conan or whatever. But right. I don't think I could think of a single woman who anatomically looked like anybody in a Right, comic. right. And I think in terms of being damaging, I mean, I think that things like 
you know, touching up the the way that photographs are changed when they appear in magazines yeah. is is more damaging because that's a that's not a yeah, stylized that that's more surreal. damaging yeah. to people and to you know both women and men. That was something that uh, I wasn't. Than, than comics is what I mean. I might agree with you. Yeah. Uh, now, having said that, that I don't know that that comics affected my my, my expectations or, or evaluation of women. And, and again, somebody's going to tell me that I don't know myself all that well. Um, I, I don't like it. Right. <laughs> I would much rather have, uh, even within the hyper-reality of comic books, I would, I would much rather have women that look like women. Right, right, yeah. Rather than... Just the, like, like the, I don't want to have to wonder about the physics of their costumes <laughs> uh, or or their bodies. Yeah. Um, just like like the hourglass shape sometimes is just whoa. whoa. <laughs> that it, it, okay. Yeah, it's like Barbie. If she was actually yeah. not like that, she couldn't like her rib cage couldn't uh, support her. Breasts. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> D- did you have any spot the eighties moments? I didn't in this one, and I meant to go back and look, but nothing jumped out at me. Did Did you? I really didn't. Yeah. Either. So we're going to miss our opportunity to play our. Actually, we're not. We're We're, we're going to play our spot the eighties stinger right now. And there it was. So <laughs> the closest that I got was the circular fireplace. Oh no, I didn't even. That's not even an eighties thing. Noticed that? No, uh, I didn't. I mean, I was, like the two guards hanging out. Yeah, yeah. It's it, the it, spot. The eighties is easier when it's like when they're not all in comic land. You know, when you see the yes the people in in the real the real world. Yeah, yeah. Von Doom's castle is kind of timeless. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, um, it's, it's not like he's got like eight track uh, tapes. Yeah, <laughs> right. Star yeah. Wars posters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you think that? But we haven't seen his bedroom. Who knows? I was going to say it's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Does, do, what does Doctor Doom's bedroom, bedroom look, look like? like uh, the Seven Habits of uh, Highly Evil People. <laughs> Sports Illustrated uh, calendar, calendar girls <laughs> <laughs> or swimsuit, whatever it was. The swimsuit issue, right? Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, so I did have though because last time we talked about the art. Okay. And I had said that there wasn't, you know, that I hadn't noticed any art that I particularly loved. In the last issue, but also maybe that I just kind of gotten used to seeing comic-y art and that I wasn't paying attention. But in this one, I did. I really liked the cover, not the... What is this page called? Oh, the splash page. The splash page. Yeah, um, yeah so I really like that where it says Rogue Storm and it's got that picture of Nightcrawler. I thought that was really, really cool art. Yeah. And then two pages later, three pages later, I like the sort of... a. Uh, cool summary page right. that they did with uh, Nightcrawler in the middle and then the different mm-hmm. kind of toned um, yeah. blocks going around. So I'm not desensitized to comic art. Wait, who said you were desensitized? Well, I'm not desensitized, to... but like last time we had talked and I said that, I, that nothing really jumped out at me, but I'm not sure if that was because there wasn't really any oh, super oh, cool art or if it was just um, because I kind of got used to seeing no, that's cool. that yeah, format. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I did notice these two things Cool as things that I liked. Things that you liked. Things that I liked. Other things that I liked yeah. that I wrote down or that just kind of cracked me up were um, I loved the part with the two guards chatting yeah. together. I, I did too. That <laughs> was was... Like, I've, seen, I've seen a lot of weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've been 
been working for this guy. Exactly. For, the benefits are great. Exactly. <laughs> we get medical, we get dental. Really, yeah. really fucked up stuff. <laughs> Some of it I really can't even talk about. I, I have to pull up that page. I don't remember. I, I remember them just like hanging out. And, and that's... Um, that's something even that's been spoofed. Uh, I already went too far. I went too far. I went too far. That's something that's been spoofed. Like Austin Powers uh, did a kind of a funny thing. But um, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. What's the matter? You ain't seen a hurricane before? I mean, here's the thing. I, I, I lived in Florida. I lived in New York. Uh, like I've, I've seen like one or two hurricanes. Yeah. It's not like they're super common. Yeah, yeah. Upstate New York. I ain't going to be all that common. You were in a hurricane in upstate yeah. New York. I've seen my share of everything. <laughs> I don't mind telling you, partner. <laughs> yeah. That whole scene just really cranks. Like, right. I mean, you have to assume that the, you know there are there are these guards and they are people, so they do. Yeah. You know, it was kind of fun to see them in an off. You know, in a in a, in a what do they talk about when they're alone together? Right. That, right. You know? yeah, have you seen? Uh, you've seen Austin Powers on it. Like, there was a deleted scene. Um, so Austin Powers like kills one of the henchmen of of Doctor Evil, mm-hmm. and there's a deleted scene where. There's a bunch of friends. They're going to give him like a surprise party because like he's, I think he's like about, it's either his birthday or he's about to retire. Dr. Evil? No, no, no. His henchman. Oh, the henchman. And so like like they have this party and it's like Rob Lowe was in it. Yeah. And like, like they just show him putting the phone down. It's like, guys, I've got some bad news. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's fucking hilarious. I have, um, I, I don't. I've yeah. only seen Austin Powers. I think maybe I've seen it, but okay. like once, not not the kind of repeated view right. where you actually. Remember. I've seen it a bunch, actually. That, that's one where uh, we had that. Uh, uh, my ex-wife and I, we had that on VHS, and yeah. that was our. That was one of our. I had a TV in my bedroom sure. and like, like throw it on and fall asleep yeah. to it. So like I've seen the opening of that movie uh, loads the of times. But yeah. that anyway, that movie is good. Um, but yeah, the henchmen. Yeah, that whole that whole scene with with the mercenaries was hilarious. Um, I enjoyed learning a little bit more about Wolverine. Cool. A little bit more backstory. I, I couldn't tell if there was anything new about that. We, we got a lot of that in like issues one thirty nine, one forty, where he's talking to Heather Hudson and um, James. Was that Hudson. the scene that he was referencing? Was that when I don't? I didn't I remember. Say maybe the, yeah. I, I, I couldn't recall. Then. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought that was like a long ago scene. Before he the the flashback that he had yeah the flashback was long ago to me yeah. felt like it was long ago before he had joined the X Men so was yes, it, yes but it was the same people correct correct yeah, yeah. same people same people I was just curious it, it, it reinforces some some of the backstory yeah. and and here's another case where um, we get Wolverine's backstory in little nuggets little like this. Yeah. Yeah, so we I, don't even get his real name until he's been in the comic for like several years. Yeah, you know, we wouldn't find his Logan until issue one thirty nine. Oh yeah, fair. Yeah, um, I found his, so I liked that. Like I said at the beginning, I liked the way that they escaped from all their various right. predicaments, apart from his because. Apart from Wolverine, apart from Wolverine, because like the others, they had to sort <laughs> of think just, their way out. Right, but with him, it was like. Uh, I'm freaking out, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it was just him, like, beating the shit out of everything right. around he him. He just goes so full, yeah. like, like, he, he's like Clint Eastwood, and there are hippies on his lawn. Yeah. <laughs> so it didn't, yeah. It, I mean, yeah, I suppose they were trying to make it feel like he had to sort of control some aspect of himself. Right, to You know, right. we're like, go to that crazy place, but still be able to come back from it. Maybe, and that was maybe the, the test. 
But yeah. Um, yeah, the way that he got out didn't really didn't feel like it required a lot as much finesse as some of the others in terms of right. thinking their way through the through the problem. Um, uh, the best thought solution was Colossus. Uh, I thought. I mean, yeah. like Angel, like this is the world's worst game of Simon. Yeah. Uh, or, <laughs> hey, there's our spot the '80s reference. I remember when. Does that even exist anymore, Simon? Is that the one where you push the buttons? Yeah, yeah, the four I'm buttons. Sure it does. All right, yeah. I'll get a Simon audio stinger for this. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> um, I've been having a lot of fun with Audacity, uh, the uh, uh, the program we use to record this, and yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, what I had thought about with Angel's solution was this. I don't remember the name of the movie, but it had Jennifer Lopez in it. And they were breaking into a bank or maybe breaking out of one. And there was some pattern of laser things. And it was like just this. Jennifer Lopez? Was it Jennifer Lopez? There was, um, there was a thing with Sean Connery and uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh, maybe it was Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. It was just like an opportunity to like really, <clears throat> really show off her, really show her, her ass. ass. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that was the yeah, main, the yeah. main theme of like you know we're gonna need some lasers and uh right I mean, so we, yeah we've got like this, this really, like a, a five minute suit. training yeah. montage yeah. where she does this i remember that movie i can't i'm blanking on the name of it um couple of thoughts about i'm pretty sure i saw that in a the theater mm. it must have been a, like a that was way back when when i would just see any goddamn thing <laughs> uh because i could do that at the well a i didn't have children b there wasn't a, a fucking global pandemic but I remember, I, 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 the reason why I wanted to see that movie, by the way, was because you knew that Catherine Zeta-Jones writhed around on the floor. No, because I'm not an asshole. <laughs> but I wanted to see that movie because a lot of it took place at the uh, Petronas Towers in Kuala Lumpur, oh, yeah, okay. which were at that time the world's tallest building. Yep. Uh, and so that was what I enjoyed most. But the other thing about that movie, uh, actually, brief aside, I've, I've not been to Kuala Lumpur a couple of times. I, I've seen the Petronas Towers up close. I haven't gone up inside them because mm-hmm. I, I was there for work and I didn't get the chance. But mm-hmm. uh, pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Cool little person. We should go there if we can do that without risking our lives. We leave our house again. Um, yeah. Sean Connery's still alive. That yes. movie came out in like 97 or 98 or something like that. Yeah. You know, Sean Connery has one of the longest uh, yeah. marriages in, in Hollywood. So he's a good looking guy. He is. All, has been for quite some time. In that movie, he looks like he's a hundred years old <laughs> already. <laughs> he well, no, it's crazy because like I mean, he because he, he, he did James Bond like, ages ago, and like he was in the Untouchables in eighty seven, eighty something like that, and like he was already like, like he wasn't that old yes. in the Untouchables, but you had this okay, like this is a guy who's like on the back nine. Um, <laughs> nope, <laughs> he's only on the middle movie, nine. At that that point. movie, I gotta remember the name of that movie. It's like Betrayal or, or some shit. Okay. Anyway, but he looks like he's he's, and that was a long time yeah, ago. That was like in the and, and the things like, I don't I don't, don't want to I'm like I'm not saying that to pick on the guy, no, but no, it was it was, it was awesome. weird yeah. because like and he's been in stuff since then where he looks twenty years younger mm-hmm. than he did in a movie like two years prior. Hmm. Weird. Maybe he was just going through a rough patch. Maybe, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe he, he, maybe he, he, he is like, like he, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why I'm theorizing on, on why, you, shine, you know, even in that film, Connor, he looks better than me. So. <laughs> That's his job. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
So yeah, we learned some more stuff about Wolverine. That was neat. Wolverine had some lines that I I liked. I liked when he said "on your on your toes, creeps." That whole yeah, that whole uh, thing. And then at some point, they he, uh, Doom said something to him about fighting that it's that it's not going to be easy. And Wolverine had this sort of resigned. Uh, I wrote it down. Easy or hard, it makes no difference. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. keep coming at you or whatever. Right, right, so right. that was kind of a you know, cowboy cowboy type moment or, yeah, yeah. of his. Um, Wolverine is a character who has grown on me over the years. I remember at the time, there's just so much attention paid to him, and I found it a little bit tiresome. Uh, but actually, I'm, I'm kind of on board yeah. with, uh, with Wolverine. Through the benefits of the internet, I can tell you that that movie was called Entrapment. Entrapment. And it was released in 1999. 99? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was a little bit earlier than that. I mean, yeah. whatever. I said 97 or something like that. But um, 99 was a really fantastic year for movies. Yeah. Uh, because that's absolutely what this podcast is about. It's movies <laughs> that I've seen and enjoyed. Um, we're not going to look this up on the internet right now. Um, but nope. when did Austin Powers come out? Because I wonder, possibly 99. No idea. Uh, that's when Phantom Menace came out. That's when The Matrix came out. Hmm. Uh, Phantom Menace, by the way, is awesome. Come fight me about that. <laughs> Send an email to Cerebro at xmenfiles.com. <laughs> Tell me why you don't like The Phantom Menace without mentioning Jake Lloyd or Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> and I will I will happily talk through that. That movie is awesome. Way better than The Last Jedi. Okay. I'm not going to take a position on that. Why not? I don't really have a view. I don't know. Yeah, um, okay. I, uh, thought fan- was, I thought it was fine, but, you know, I... So, uh, Last Jedi or Phantom Menace? I thought The Phantom Menace was fine. Yeah. Um, you know, it didn't, like... It didn't change my life, but I also hadn't, you know, I also wasn't someone that had been aggressively looking forward to the, um, to the, to the prequels in any way that I I didn't really care that much when that happened. I was, that was not something that I was really into. So I didn't really have a view. Yeah. Okay. Uh, The Last Jedi was too fucking long. And, okay. Um... Anyway, we'll talk about this is a podcast later. about the last. Jedi. What I will say, though, I mean, for because yeah, when I met you, you you were not you, you, you were not a nerd. I mean, you 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 were you had a degree in actuarial science, <laughs> and yet you, you were still not a nerd. No, not into the same sort of cultural stuff. You 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 make a very good nerd. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm very. That's I'm the very, nicest thing you've ever that, said to me. Uh, really? No. <laughs> Maybe not the okay. nicest. That's a nice thing. Yeah, it's a nice thing. I'll, yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. Holy smokes. I think I, uh, you look really pretty oh, today. <laughs> I love oh. you. Um, hey, speaking of marriages, uh, real quick, a shout out. I had mentioned another podcast where I got a little bit of backstory about uh, uh, Dr. Doom. That podcast is X Aspirations. Okay. Uh, I can't remember. I'm sure they're going to love getting in the plug <laughs> Hopefully, 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 they'll mention our podcast on their show, and uh, we'll get a few more listeners. Yeah, Um, yeah. And then, what else did I write down? I wrote down that 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 that, uh, what's his name called called Bimbo, which was you know pretty pretty you know unnecessary, really. Well, a little insulting. It's a lot insulting. Also, maybe a little unwise. Did you just see the thing with the, right, the right. lightning? Yeah. She 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 had to muster all of her inner resolve to tolerate a patriarchal asymmetric society. She is spoiling for a yeah. reason. <laughs> to kick your ass. Yes. Um, and then yesterday when I read this, I wrote down storm defeating the storm. 
Storm defeating the storm? Rogue storm defeating the rogue storm. Yeah. Feels sort of anticlimactic and rushed. But like I said, when I reread it, you got over I didn't it. I didn't feel okay, that. Cool. And then and then Scotch Summer, my last note that I had made, other than a list of words that I wrote down that they used that were that were big words, <laughs> oh. um, was uh, Scott Summers wears his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Where is not. where is yeah, where is yeah, it? Where is <laughs> what happened to his shirt? I mean, it was just hey. tatters anyway. I guess it was yeah, just like, why not just take it off? Yeah, but yeah. Who am I fooling? It here? made that scene definitely yeah. look like what just happened. Yeah. I had no question about what had just <laughs> happened. It was very clear. Was I mean, it clear to you as an eight-year-old what had just happened? No. Okay. That would not have been. Yeah. No. Probably not. <laughs> no, because I was not a sexually active. No, I know, but. If- <laughs> Did I had see- not seen. I had not seen movies. I mean, not like the actual <laughs> sex, but like, did it seem like even even, even did it seem like my, romantic my, to you as an eight year old? Probably yeah. in in a, in a relatively chaste way. And yeah. I, I, I might have. Wait, hang on. Am I? Oh, I'm nine at this point. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, nine. So worldly and wise, <laughs> uh, I didn't have the visual language of what that meant. I mean, I don't know when I picked that up. Mm-hmm. Um, there would have been a time where you, you see characters, and and even if they don't. Like show the coitus. You'll you'll see afterwards, like right. two characters lying in bed, that possibly whole, with that all shaped sheet. Yeah. Yeah, 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 things like that. But but at that point, uh, like okay, like the two of them are on a beach and they just woke up. Like now, I look at that and like they just got laid. <laughs> <laughs> like, here we are. Yeah. We don't know when we're going to be saved. We're all, um, yeah. Uh, our, 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 yeah, exactly. Our last attempted booty call was interrupted by the man thing <laughs> and despair. So they're all gone now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they're not going to have time for any further adult shenanigans because there's this uh, crazy city that has yeah, just emerged. Yeah, they've got to go explore the city. And, or and, not. Yeah, yeah and, and so uh, cliffhanger. Hmm. We'll, we'll leave it there. I'm excited. Yeah. Yep. All right. Any, any closing thoughts? Uh No, I think I've said all of the thoughts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week when we see you next week for that issue. When it's next week. That we are talking about next time. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the X-Men Files. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you listen, please rate us. If you want to drop us a note, you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com. You can also check out our website, xmenfiles.com. Our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Checky Brown. That music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa. 